Well, there are a number of nativity uh, stories. The Matthew's Gospel has a nativity story. Luke's Gospel has a nativity story. Mark has nothing at all. But John has an almost cosmic view of what is happening at Christmas time. And through that word I just read, what John is saying, that the word of God, the logos of God, the whole God himself, becomes flesh and makes his dwelling amongst us. It's an amazing thought, an amazing statement. From the indescribable glory of heaven, God steps down into human poverty, born in a stable, laid in a manger, which is a rough feeding trough for animals. Words really fail to capture even part of what is really happening on that night in Bethlehem. A baby, God's beloved son, given to us that we might seek him, that we might come and gaze upon him with wonder and awe. That second carol is titled, Come Now With Awe. Awe is a is a, a word about wonder, but it's also a word about holy fear, trepidation. You know, we could even consider ourselves in a position to come and gaze on the wonder of the babe in the manger. But thanks to Jesus and all he achieved for his life and his death, we can also come, as the song rightly picks up, the carol picks up in the other verses, it talks about coming not just with awe, but also with joy, coming with faith and coming with love. There in a manger, the creator of the universe presented to us without his glory, so that we might freely choose to take him up, to receive him by faith into our own hearts and lives. That first Christmas night revealed the extent of God's humility the God of glory comes to you and to me in such a way. And I think that night also, that first Christmas night, reveals the extent of God's love for us and his desire to be approachable by us, laying down his glory, becoming vulnerable for our sakes. I'm going to now read a short uh, Franciscan reflection on God's humility and how that is revealed both through the birth of Christ but obviously also through the death of Christ and actually also through the continuing sacrament of communion as we share bread and wine. And I'm going to lead a little bit of choir just to reflect on that before playing another video clip. So this is a Franciscan reflection on God's humility. A baby with tiny fingernails. A man bleeding and thirsty nailed to rough wood. The bread and wine of our continued communion. Little, powerless, silent. The manger the cross, the bread. Bethlehem, Calvary, communion. 
What a paradox it is that the creator of heaven and earth, the Lord Almighty, the immortal and invisible God, was born and died and was seen and touched in this world. So finally did he entwine himself in the weft and warp of human existence, submitting to the rule of time and conforming to the limits of space. But all that is left is for us to confess quite simply, Emmanuel, God with us. There is no better way to say it. The exquisite tenderness and the profound humility of God's love is revealed in the helplessness of the baby, in the powerlessness of the crucified man, and in the continued witness of the communion table. God approaches us, each of us, with such humble love. May we, like St. Francis, understand that it is in the manner of God's coming to us in Jesus Christ that reveals like nothing else the extent and the nature of his love. <laughs>